Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 81, and this is God's Big Story. Season 2! <laughs> it's a story. It's big! Never boring. No way! For his glory. Always! It's God's Big Story. So hi everyone, welcome back. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. It's a brand new week. It's a brand new book. So let's get right to it. Hi everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. Okay, so Dave, yeah, new book today. Gosh, we haven't done that for a long time. Yep, it has definitely been a while, Marvin. And we're back to the New Testament, and, well, we are going to spend the next few weeks traveling through the epistles to the Corinthians. Oh, okay, great. So, we will, of course, need a new book introduction, but before we wheel in the professor... Uh, Excuse me, Dave. Uh, You will not be wheeling me in anywhere. Ah, sorry, Professor. Okay, before we ask the professor to talk to us about Corinthians, well, it is, of course, Monday, and that means... (laughs) It's Monday, it's Monday, it's Bible Racing Monday. Where's that verse? What's that word? Find it fast and beat the herd. It's Monday, it's Monday, it's Bible Racing Monday. (laughs) Okay, so last week we were searching for Matthew chapter 3, verse 3, and our good friend Eden in Tennessee was hoping to follow in Ethan's footsteps and make it another historic three in a row. Oh yeah, yeah, so did she do it, Dave? Well, Marvin, she was super fast last week. In fact, she was fast enough to win, but... Eden had a disaster. She said the wrong word when she found the verse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, Dave. Bible Racing Fun Day is so exciting. Sometimes you just get too excited and you lose your head. Yeah, we call that getting the moose. Well, yeah, I guess Eden got the moose. So, Eden, we salute your honesty. It's not three in a row this time, but that opens the door for a brand new first-time champion. And with a time of 13 seconds even, our new champion is our old friend Reuben Ford. So, congratulations Reuben, good job. And Marv, well, where are we headed this week? Well Dave, we're heading back to the Old Testament. And you know, I let Colin choose the verse this week, and he said one of his favourite stories is the one where God sends the heroic ravens to bring food to Elijah. Ah, okay, yeah, I remember that story. Yeah, so today's verse is 1 Kings Chapter 17, verse 4. Okay, Marv. Well, my Bible is at the ready. Yep, I've got my stopwatch here, Dave. So, 1 Kings, chapter 17, verse 4. Find it in 3, 2, 1, go. Okay, Chronicles, Kings, 1 Kings 8, 1 Kings 17, verse 4. Where is it? Where is it? You. Okay, Marv. So, yeah, pretty happy with that. How did I do? Well, Dave, you found it in 10.9 seconds. Yeah, not too bad. Ooh, I thought I might have got in under 10. But there you have it, boys and girls. Let me know your times in all the usual ways, and we'll see who wins this week. Okay, Marv, before we start any book, well, of course, we need a bit of an introduction. Sit down, relax, let's have no interruptions. <laughs> it's time for book introduction. Yeah, it's me, the professor. <laughs> oh, that's a nice whistling, yeah. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, professor. 
Okay, Professor. So, we are about to begin our journey through Corinthians. So, what have you got for us? Okay, Will, remember the three questions we always ask? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, let me see. So, the first one was, well, who wrote it, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and Corinthians, just like the Thessalonians and Galatians, well, this is another epistle that was written by the Apostle Paul, yeah? <laughs> ah, okay then. So, well, then who was he writing to? Ah, well, Paul is writing to the church in a city called Corinth, yeah? Mm -hmm. Corinth was a busy port city in Greece. So lots of coming and going, lots of temples to Greek and Roman gods, lots of trading and money, yeah? Paul had spent a year and a half there telling the people about Jesus and starting a church, yeah? And we read all about that in season one, in Acts chapter 18, yeah? Oh, okay, yeah. And then, so what else is going on? Well, Paul had left Corinth to travel on to other cities to tell the people there about Jesus. But he had got news that things were not going well. The church he had left behind was having some major problems and the disagreements, yeah? So that's why Paul is writing. He needs to sort these things out. Oh, okay, got it. Okay, well, who's reading for us, Dave? You know I'm always ready. Well, yes, I know you are, Marvin, but we have another brand new reader from church this week. It's our friend Matthew. Oh, yeah, I know that guy, Matthew. Yeah, the Patriots fan, huh? Well, yeah, but, you know, we don't hold that against him. Okay, okay, well, what are we listening for, Dave? Well, today we'll hear Paul's greeting to the church, where he reminds the Corinthians that they are God's holy people, but then we hear about how the Corinthians had started to argue. Oh, well, what were they arguing about, Dave? Well, you see, the church there had some different leaders and teachers, and the people had started to argue about who they followed. Were they followers of Paul? Were they followers of Peter? We know about those two, but there was another guy called Apollos, and some people said that they followed him. Oh, okay. So yeah, Paul needs to sort this out. So here's the question. We'll hear that Christ did not send Paul to baptize, but what did Christ send him to do? Oh, okay. So what did Christ send Paul to do? Got it. Great. So, Matthew, over to you. Today's reading is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 1 to 3 and 10 to 17. Starting at verse 1. I, Paul, am writing this letter. I have been chosen to be an apostle of Christ Jesus, just as God planned. Our brother Sosthenes joins me in writing. We are sending this letter to you, the members of God's church in Corinth. You have been made holy because you belong to Christ Jesus. God has chosen you to be his holy people. He has done the same for all people everywhere who pray to our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is their Lord and ours. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Moving to verse 10. Brothers and sisters, I make my appeal to you. I do this in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I ask that all of you agree with one another in what you say. I ask that you don't take sides. I ask that you are in complete agreement in all that you think. My brothers and sisters, I have been told you are arguing with one another. Some people from Chloe's house have told me this. Here is what I mean. One of you says, I follow Paul. Another says, 
I follow Apollos. Another says, I follow Peter. And still another says, I follow Christ. Does Christ take sides? Did Paul die on the cross for you? Were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I didn't baptize any of you except Crispus and Gaius. No one can say that you were baptized in my name. It's true that I also baptize those who live in the house of Stephanus. Besides that, I don't remember if I baptized anyone else. Christ did not send me to baptize. He sent me to preach the good news. He commanded me not to preach with wisdom and fancy words that would take all the power away from the cross of Christ. Thanks, Matthew. So, Marv, what did Christ send Paul to do? Oh, to preach the good news, Dave. Yep, that's it. And did you notice he also commanded him not to use wisdom and very fancy words? Yeah, about that, Dave. Well, what's wrong with wisdom and fancy words? You know, if I knew many fancy words, I think I'd use them all the time. I'll take this one, Dave. Yeah. Okay, well, the thing is, Marvin, if Paul was the most amazing speaker ever, yeah, and people loved to listen to him, and they were getting saved when they heard his fancy words, well, then these people, they might start to think, oh, I became a Christian because Paul did such a good job explaining everything, yeah? It was because he was such a brilliant teacher. That's why I got saved. Oh, wait, yeah, I think I get you now. Because, yeah, we're not saved because anyone is a brilliant speaker or teacher, huh? Yeah, that's exactly it, Marvin. The only one who can save us is Jesus. And no one else can take any credit for that. That is all his work. It's not Paul's, not Peter's, not this guy Apollos, not anyone else. If we are saved, it's completely 100% all Jesus. Okay, yeah, got it. And you see, Paul wants the Corinthians to see how silly it is to argue about which church leader or teacher they were followers of. Those church leaders didn't pay for their sins on the cross. That was Jesus, only Jesus, and that's who they should focus on. Yeah, I see. Boys and girls, you know what? I am really thankful that we don't need fancy words and fancy wisdom to understand the cross. You don't need to go to university for years to get to the bottom of it. You don't need to read hundreds of books to try and figure it out. It is so simple and so wonderful that, well, that I was able to understand enough of it to put my trust in Jesus before I was even five years old. And you know, I hope you've done that too. There are a lot of things I don't understand. I don't understand how God made the universe out of nothing. I don't understand how truly powerful God is, but I can understand the cross. I can understand that Jesus died in my place. So, you know, today when we pray, let's thank God for this simple but wonderful message that we can be saved. Amen, Dave. Yeah, even a little cow like me can understand that. And it is very good news. Yep, it is. And you know, I think that's where we'll leave it for today. So have a great afternoon, boys and girls, and we'll be back tomorrow as Paul has some more things to say to these Corinthians. Okay, great. Yeah, well, bye, boys and girls. See you tomorrow. Uh, Goodbye. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.